Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. It is Saturday, and I am here with Chris. I'm not only here with Chris, I am here with Roman. Yes, you are. And this is take 15 <laughs> because our baby makes noises. That is right. But I mean, it's not even like noises we can handle. The waking up screaming. Well, uh. I mean, we can handle them. I, I hear you listeners don't like distractions <laughs> in the background. <laughs> um, what, what I have said on all of our previous 14 takes is you are more liked today collectively by the listeners than you were last week well that is probably all thanks to you and your amazing father's day post that is right people were like oh we liked him before but now we like him so much more and i was like you're welcome yeah i mean she's a writer folks you can only I, take <laughs> take so much of that for her so today we're kicking off with uh, 10 things i hate about you yes we are just to balance ten, it out ten, ten just, things just she hates about me 10 things i hate about me it's gonna be <laughs> fun well you know it and is funny though why stop at 10 i think that <laughs> it's easy on social media to like look at a relationship and then be like oh that's so perfect so i feel i do feel they need to be like so not perfect we I mean, do not i have. i think i'm most of our flaws um which which is okay because that allows elizabeth to be better <laughs> uh, i don't know about that so along those lines social media comments thoughts uh, perception of perfection our giveaway has to do with a post that I made uh, just a couple days ago in the Primal Potential Facebook group. And I was kind of resisting, for a while now, resisting making this post, resisting bringing up this topic. Um, and then I thought, eh, what the heck? The worst thing is that people get crazy. And if that's the case, then whatever. We, yeah. we deal with crazy. But the question that I've gotten a lot about uh, is whether or not I took prescription antidepressants or anti-anxiety meds after Dagny died and or when I got pregnant with Roman because obviously I was you know still having a really hard time uh when when we got pregnant with Roman and the answer is no but I did think about it and we talked about it a lot you and I talked about it often like it was definitely conversation yeah like am I okay do you think this is something I need what are the other options um but one thing I, I, if you guys want to read the post, I wrote in detail about like what I did, what I didn't do, why I didn't do it, how I thought about it. Head over to the free Primal Potential Facebook group. Um, there's probably what, like 80 comments or something on the post. Oh, easily. Yeah. It's got to be 80 because there was 77 the other day. And... Yeah. I go into a lot of detail on, on what I did and why. Things like, you know, I really wanted to be sure that before I made the decision to take a prescription, I was doing things like limiting sugar in my diet, which sounds so crazy, but I, I know what a huge impact that makes on anxiety and depression. And I really wanted to be sure that I wasn't looking to mask or mute my symptoms, not saying that that's what medications do exclusively, but that was something that was on my mind as I considered my options. 
Anyway, don't judge what I'm saying based on my little snippet here. Uh, if you want to read the full post, go over to the free Primal Potential Facebook group. If you're not in it, request to join. If you are in it, the post is in there. Roman has a lot to say Ro about Roman this. Roman says, what's up? And I'm literally like, are we, is this going to turn into take 16? Uh, um, but anyway, what I am giving away today, we've given it away before, but it's been a while. It has been quite a while. One of the all-natural adaptogen blends that was hugely, hugely helpful for me and healing my body and helping my body uh, function as well as possible in a state of anxiety, depression, trauma, all of that. It's called Mood Plus. It is an all-natural adaptogen blend that really just helped to equip my body to heal under stress. Mm -hmm. So Mood Plus is what we are giving away today. We will announce the winner at the end of the show. Do you want to try to... Sorry, he sounds like he's pooping. I think he <laughs> might be. Do you want to try to, to get into one question? or? Yeah, let's jump into it. How do you and Chris navigate healthy eating and physical fitness when you come from different mindsets? My husband's job is very physical, so when work is done, he's done. When work is done for me, I'm ready to go and move since I've been sitting most of the day. He's a southern boy with a love for all things buttery, and I like leaner eating. It's a good question, and and... Chris and I have different goals and we have different priorities and, and too, like, I feel like Chris, you could, if you wanted to lose 10 pounds, you could like want it and lose it. Whereas for me, I feel huh. like I have to be, I have to be a lot more disciplined and regimented. But one of the things that helps me so much is not wanting or expecting anybody to have my my way of eating, my priorities around food or anything like that. Like, it's okay that we have different paths, that we have different goals, that we have different approaches. And eliminating that perspective of, oh my gosh, it would be so much easier if... Like, for me, going to CrossFit did not get easier when you started going to CrossFit. Because for the first couple years of our relationship, I went to the gym every day. Yeah. And you never went. And then when you started going... It didn't get easier for me. No. It, it wasn't suddenly easier to go. So I previously had had this notion that like, oh, if my partner worked out with me, it would be so much easier. My life proved that to not be the case. Right. And so really, we just, you do you and I do me. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's a tough question because, I mean, we both like physical fitness. Now. Um, I mean, I've, I've always played sports and stuff. Sure, so, I mean, sure, I, sure. I right. wasn't a gym rat or anything. Right. I'm still not a gym rat. Right. But I like going. Um, yeah. I mean, whether it's before my day of work or after my day of work, I just haven't figured yeah, out but how do we navigate, how we're go about it. How do we navigate the differences in, like... Uh, I mean, we, we don't really have a... I mean, while we are different, we don't have a huge difference in our mentality of that. We both eat clean. I'll, I'll eat whatever you eat. I'm not like, well, I think oh, that's gosh. the biggest thing for it makes it easier for us. And I know this isn't everybody's situation, yeah. but, in, but if I cook it, you eat it, period. And that's and, just and the and way that it goes. if I cook it, you'll begrudgingly eat it. It's okay. <laughs> well, typically, like if <laughs> you're going to cook. There's too much butter in this. <laughs> if you're going to cook, you're going to ask me like yeah. what I want to eat or right. whatnot. Um, and because you are a, a, more, a more conscious. A more particular eater yeah. in regards. And, and you are more conscious of what it is. So right. I'm always, well, what would you like? Because I'll eat anything. Right. And that is very, very true. Um, but I think that the biggest, the biggest 
key here in terms of how we navigate it is I take responsibility for what I do regardless of what Chris does. There are nights when, you know, you'll pull ice cream out of the freezer and I'm not having ice cream. And like, that's okay. You know, it is. And there are nights where we have ice cream together. But I think that taking responsibility, if you don't go to the gym and I do, what you do has nothing to do with my choice. If you have ice cream and I don't, what you do has nothing to do with my right. choice. And that is really the key that it's my responsibility. Mm-hmm. My goals are my responsibility. You're going to choose something different more often than not. Like we're not going to be in lockstep in tandem in our priorities, in our time frames, in our, you know, what's going on in our day, in our life, in our mood, in our preferences. I take responsibility for me. If you want to you know, hang out and not go to the gym and I want to go to the gym. I mean, that's certainly happened before. Like it's Saturday morning. I want to go to CrossFit. You don't want to go to CrossFit. What I choose is not reliant on you. But to that point of like after work, he wants to chill. I want to be active. Find the things that you enjoy doing together and really focus on the commonalities instead of the differences. Because you know what? Five nights out of seven, you might be doing different things. But it's those two nights where you say, hey, let's do this together. Really focus on where you can bring commonality to the table instead of trying to force it in all the places that it's not, right? Mm -hmm. It's not about changing what's uncommon to what's common, but rather highlighting where you guys can share interests, where you guys can, you know, do things collectively together or whatever. And I mean, if, if that divergence of mindsets becomes an actual problem, talk. Yeah. What can we do to meet in the middle or... Is there something we could do differently? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think we have a perfect answer here because we're not a perfect oh, couple. Oh, God, no. Yeah. That's just, that's that's how we approach it, that no matter and, what he eats. I mean, I say talk, scream, whatever it's got to be. <laughs> Exchange I, words in different volumes. <laughs> I really, for me, it comes down to I am responsible for the choices that I make, and it's got nothing to do with what Chris chooses. That's just, that's, that's all I got. Yeah. I'm definitely not a, an expert in the relationship piece of this or any relationship, anything. That is, right. that is not my. And neither am I. Right, we so next? we're going to go on to the next question. How do you determine what eating plan dietary supplements make sense for you? I know I can focus on what's one improvement I can make today, but how can I determine my big picture personal health eating plan? I don't think you have to. I, I'm not even done with the question. Oh, sorry. Continue. You see, this is how it happens, people. Okay, <laughs> I'm 58 active at my goal weight with no medical conditions and just want to support my, my health long term. Mm-hmm. Is a dietitian the best source uh, resource for this? Probably not. Or some other professional. Or maybe you have a book to recommend. There's a lot of really amazing books on nutrition. Don't, um, don't eat the hungry, hungry caterpillar. It doesn't hold up, people. Oh, my God. We were talking about children's (laughs) book the other day. That's a conversation for another day. Um, You can tell we have a baby. Anyway, um, there's a bunch of really amazing books that are sort of big picture books on overall nutrition strategy. Wired to Eat is a really great book. Perfecting Paleo is a really great book. Um, Those are the two that come to mind off the top of my head. But Finding a big picture strategy, I don't think you need to. I really don't. I understand that some people really want to subscribe to a, I am a low carb eater. I am a paleo eater. I am a primal eater. I am keto. I am vegan. I am whatever. I don't think that is necessary. This is just my personal opinion since you came here for the question. I really think you can focus on 
what's a great choice I can make today? Yeah. You know, and, and, and really, it doesn't have to be complex. There's a, there's a CrossFit philosophy to nutrition that is so, so simple, and I love it, and I haven't memorized it, but it's something like um, eat whole foods, not too much, plenty of veggies, little bit of nuts and seeds, very little sugar and starch. That's it. That can be your overall philosophy. That can be it. Now, I know that this question came in in the context of me posting something that included supplementation. So I want to address the piece of like, is there an overall philosophy for supplementation? And the answer is no. You don't need a dietitian to tell you what supplements to take. And, and there might be a situation where you go into your doctor and, oh, your vitamin D is low and therefore you want to take a vitamin D supplement. Okay. That's, that's kind of the the exception. I don't take probiotics because I had a blood test that showed that they were low. Obviously, I'm being silly. That wouldn't show up in a blood test. Um, and I don't take probiotics because somebody told me to. I take them because I understand how the body works. And I understand that I don't want to leave that to chance because we do encounter probiotics when we eat fruits and vegetables and when we eat dairy and things like that. But we don't know what strains or how much. So I don't want to leave that to chance. But I really do not believe that you have to have this like big picture forever nutritional over overarching strategy so long as you use common sense. And, minimize, and listen to your body. Minimize processed foods, minimize starch and sugar, don't eat toxins, artificial colors, artificial flavors, blah, blah, blah. Like eat real food, not too much, lots of veggies, plenty of protein, clean fats, minimize starch and sugar. That that can be it. If you want it to be more and you want to read all the books and you want, you know, that's totally fine. But I want to be very clear. I don't think you need to. I think so many people have overcomplicated nutrition. We know from a common sense perspective, is this fueling my body and adding to my health or is it not? Mm. Yes, yes. Next question. Roman says go. Next question. I'm not sure if this is a suitable topic, but I'm struggling to meet my boyfriend's family for the first time because I feel like I need to lose weight first. Mm. This is the only area where I have those feelings anymore. I've said I'm putting it off because of pandemic reasons, but this won't work forever. I think that if you ha think you need to be a certain way, you're never going to really know if if you truly connect with these people and are feel, feel comfortable with these people and are welcomed by these people. And you need to know that. Right. Like if you, if you orchestrate the situation, whether it is, oh, I want to wait till I lose X amount of weight or I want to wait till I have a better job before I meet them or anything along those lines, you're not being authentic. You're, you're trying to, you're trying to present yourself in a, in a very particular way. And like, that's not real life. Because nah. look, if you're with this guy for the long haul, your weight is probably going to fluctuate. Your income is probably going to fluctuate. You're going to have a zit one day. You're going to have a bad hair day, whatever. Well, you have a zit and it's over. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, you, you want show up as you right now. Yeah. And if you don't feel like you can, that might be a sign that this isn't the right relationship for you. I mean, talk to your boyfriend. Let him know your concerns. Because uh, sometimes he he can alleviate that just by saying, "No, but it's I don't not care on what him. They have to say. It is not on him. No, I understand that, but it can be a, uh, he can be a voice of support cause with your insecurities. And sure, uh, believe me, I, I I know I I don't feel like I'm like oh gosh I can't wait to meet these people because I feel like I could lose some weight, especially with some of our friends that are you know all over. Like when we go to Mexico, I'm like I'd love to trim down for that because I don't want to be like look at this guy because they're all in great shape. 
Oh, but, well, I mean, it's, but I mean, if you're talking like first time meeting somebody, you want to show up as you as because you, you want to understand, look, if you go there and they're crappy to you because you have a little extra weight, I agree. run, right? That is not the kind of family you want to be a part of. So, so consider it as like, I, Hey, I want to know how they are when I am as I am. Like that's important. So I, I say rip the band aid off. Yeah, Go meet rip them. It right off. Yeah. And then as you make your journey, they can be super supportive of you or they can, you know, not even notice because they don't care. Yeah. They I don't mean, care how much you weigh. Yeah. A lot of people don't really care. We care about our own appearance way, way more, more than, than anybody people. else yeah. cares about our appearance. And, and this, this narrative that like they're going to care because of, a, a number on the scale or the size of my pants. Like it's more about us and our head stuff than it really is about the other people. So work on you and your yeah. head stuff and don't assign it to somebody else. Like don't assign it to how your boyfriend's family is going to treat you or think of you. That's, that's not fair to them. Like you're basically assuming I love the book, the four agreements. And one of the four agreements is make no assumptions. And I always, it's a hard thing to do. And I always tell myself, if I'm going to make an assumption, I want to give the person the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. So if you weren't making an assumption, you wouldn't make an assumption that they're going to feel a certain way about you based on your weight. If you're going to give them the benefit of the doubt, these good people, and they are going to interact with me and support me whether I am 200 pounds or 22 pounds. Right. That's giving them the benefit of the doubt. Assuming that they're going to like you more if you weigh less is really thinking pretty crappily of them. Yeah. You it, know? It's, it's really... Yeah, it's assuming that, that they are going to interact and behave and like somebody based on their physical size. Right. That's not very kind to these people that you haven't met. True story. Next question. I got, I got one more question for you. Okay, well, good. I guess I have two more questions for you. So I was wondering if you have a morning routine that gets you up for that sets you up for success. Okay. I need one. I kind of wake up and float around and I don't and I know I need to focus better and uh, focus on my time and energy. Sometimes it's noon and I haven't planned my food or anything else for the day. And it mm. just goes as well as well when you don't plan, even though when I do plan, I sometimes deviate from it. Everybody does. Right. There's nobody that makes a plan and nothing in life you know, gets in the way of that. But so I've done episodes on morning routine, including my morning routine at the time that I recorded it. You can go to primalpotential.com, search morning routine. Those episodes will come up for you or any blog posts that I've written. Um, I don't want to say that, no, I don't have a morning routine now, but I will say my morning routine now is very, very different than it was when I recorded those episodes. And that's because we have a seven week old baby. So right now my morning routine is uh, have Chris take the baby. And I mean, well, Nurse the baby, you know, when I, I can't, first of all, do not Chris take the baby and nurse him. Cause obviously I <laughs> yeah. can't nurse him, but, um, so I nurse the baby, hand him off to Chris. And then my, my morning routine is kind of determined by the things that need to be done before Chris leaves for work. And usually that is making my protein smoothie and my coffee, um, doing my journal. And when I do my journal in my change makers journal, that is where I write down like what I'm going to eat for the day and what my workout is going to be for the day and my priorities for the day. So I usually do that while I have my coffee and, or my, my protein shake. Um, and then it's on to whatever needs to be done for that day. And I start with the hardest or the most important thing. That's always been my practice, but especially now, starting with the hardest and most important thing has always been my practice when I dive into work. Now it's even more important because I know that 
that might be all there is in that day, depending on if and when Roman sleeps and where Roman sleeps and, you know, if I can set him down or if he just wants to be held and all of those kinds of things. So um, my morning routine is very, very different now. It's not regimented or structured in the way that it used to be in terms of like meditation and all of, you know, a million things like that. But I do journal. Um, I do plan out what my day is going to look like, including what I eat and if I'm going to work out. And I've done extensive episodes on morning routines. And you can just go to primalpotential.com, search morning routine, and it'll come up there. Nice. Thank you. Do you have a morning routine? Uh, yes. Hold the baby and play on your phone? Um, well, yeah. <laughs> um. That's how it works until you have to sleep, take sleep, care of sleep, the animals. Sleep as long as I can until you absolutely need me. Mm-hmm. Then I take the baby so you can do things. And like yesterday, he slept for two hours. Almost. While, uh, while, you, were, while you were doing your stuff. And mm-hmm. then I go out and I take care of the animals. And then I go to work. That is right. Anyway, morning routine search on Primal Potential. I'll give lots of different resources on that. Yeah. We have a winner. We have a winner. And remember, it's Mood Plus. Mood Plus. Mood Plus. You're not going to find this on Amazon, folks. No. And I have said, you really won't, so please don't, because God only knows what you'll buy. But um, I have said many times on the podcast before that, like, this is a a lifesaver for me. I really believe that this has been a game changer in my overall health, especially in my overall health in times of, like, really serious stress. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, this, the, the Mood Plus plus the kids' mood. I take them both, but we're only right. giving away Mood because Plus they, today. Because they, they both do different, very yeah, different they, things. Yeah, they just, yeah. And, and you can go, guys, if you're curious about this, go to my blog. I wrote a blog about um, my supplementation, whatever. It's it's what I'm doing since postpartum, but it's really not that different from what I did pregnant from what I do when I'm not pregnant. What? I hope my dad listens to this episode so he can, you can reinforce the fact that you're a blogger. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Chris's dad thinks I'm a blogger. It's really kind of funny. Chris thinks it's hysterical. I'm just like, uh, he must it's, think it's, that like. It's so underrates what you actually do. Anyway. It just drags it down. Yeah. There is something on the blog, uh. which therefore makes me a blogger. But all I do for supplementation is on the most recent blog post. Um, so you can go check that out. But we are going to be giving away Mood Plus. Who are we giving it away to? We are Who's giving going? it to. Our winner today is at Letitia Stream. At Letitia Stream. Congratulations, you won Mood Plus. Here's what you got to do. Email me, Elizabeth, at primalpotential.com. Tell me that you are the episode winner for today. Uh, include your mailing address, and I will get it out to you no matter where in the world you live. And Anywhere I think you're going to love it. in the world. That is right. And, I mean, he's awake and has been, like, really super really chill. Really Other than the... Yeah, well... Remember, send all your complaints and angry hate mail to Chris. Yes. Christopher at primalpotential.com. I cannot make any uh, assurances that the response will be anything other than, like, snarky. <laughs> but, you know, I've still, go ahead. I've, I've still only even received one piece of fan mail. I mean. <laughs> if you want to complain about baby noises, email Christopher at primalpotential.com. I'm here to listen to you. Yes. And right. I, and sure. I will fire right back. Sure. Yeah. He's here to listen. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have an amazing day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.